Hello out there. Good evening. Good morning, wherever you are. This is Trey King with an E, not an I. It has been a while since we have spoken, and I apologize for coming to you all at a later time. But um, on my previous podcast, I was talking about video games and how it had an effect on me, like emotionally driven songs and stuff like that. And it was going to lead to this podcast that I'm going to talk about right now. And but why, why, why such a long time, Trey? Hey, Trey, where were you? Enthusiastic listener, calm down. I'm here. I'm here. So sit back, chill, have a whiskey, neat, we're on the rocks. Neat's is good, depending on the whiskey. Single malt or single barrel, neat, that's the way to go. If you're a scotch drinker, um, try Japanese whiskeys. Those are pretty good, too. Yamasaki or Hibiki. Hibiki Japanese whiskey, yes, that is interesting stuff. But no, we are not going to talk about whiskeys. This is mostly music, enthusiastic listener. And what we are going to talk about today is emotions well how we feel when we listen to a particular song what is it about when we hear a particular song what what goes back to it goes back to any type of reflection or a person or a, a period of time that oneself was in when a particular song was being played and just flood of emotions come in whether it be happy whether it be sad or it sad or could be upset interesting thing about that one song that could be enjoyable for one person can be traumatizing for another for example, um, September, September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's, I love that song. I can never, ever get tired of that song. No matter how many times I hear that song, I will never, ever, ever get tired of it. Why, Trey? Why do you ask? Well, for one, that's the month of my birth. <laughs> but other than that, it's just a happy damn song. Just the bass riff, the guitar, the harmonizing, the blah, blah, and it's it's just an all-around awesome song. However, some other person cannot stand that damn song because maybe maybe when they were hearing it, they were maybe they had some trauma going on when they were younger. Uh, maybe there was an abuse in the home, or or they were just around uh, a bad group of people who 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 knows it's just interesting how when a particular song is played it can affect the person in different odds of the spectrum in my case uh oh just tons of tons of other songs that come out that come out that like I cannot mention them all. If I were to go talk about a podcast about just songs and emotions on 
random songs or just had a list of random songs and what I thought about them, this podcast will go on for hours. But no, we're not going to do that. No, we're just going to talk about one main song that that um, just set the emotions aback for me. And kind of describe like how we're, we're well how I got introduced to the song and how and just um what happened recently when I heard when I heard that song again. Anyway folks, so if you had your scotch yet, have you had your whiskey? Did you pour it? Neat? Dram or two? Two fingers? There we go. Good little shot glass. Oh, not a shot glass. No, a little sipping whiskey glass. Uh, there's a, there's a another different type of uh, glass that they use for bourbons or scotch. It has a wide. It has it has a. It's kind of like a. It's kind of like a. It's kind of like a beer belly. It's kind of like a beer belly. It's like real fat at the base, real narrow at the top. It's real cool glass. I can't think of the name of it, but it is so cool. I want to thank Nola for giving me that glass when she went to Scotland. Nola, cheers. Thank you very much. I owe you one. Well, with that being said, I'm just going to pause and collect my thoughts, and then we're going to get back to it. Let's have some fun. Well, with me being a big Rush fan, I now and then I choose an album at random and want to listen to it but there's like five particular albums that i'll just throw in and i can't get tired of any of the songs on there um one album is hemispheres that is such an amazing album another album is counterparts that is that is uh came out in the late in the early 90s that is a very cool album which by the way the counterparts tour that was the first time i ever saw rush with my uncle chris it was such an awesome time and yeah so hemispheres counterparts and uh power windows power windows is another good song yes a lot of synthesizers a lot of rush fans could not stand the synthesizer era but hey, can't blame Rush for experimenting, right? But the other day I put on signals and two songs that are emotionally driven for me. One of them is Countdown, the last album, I mean the last track of the album, which talks about the Columbia Space Shuttle launch. They um Members of Rush got invited to Cape Canaveral to experience the shuttle liftoff, but they were in Dallas. So they flew to Canaveral, saw the launch, and Neil's like, oh, I'm inspired. I want to write a song. So they write a song about it. And, but, well, just the emotion on that is just Rush can't, they can make badass bridges within songs. And that has a good, bass driven bridge on that song but and the other song that is also emotionally happy driven attached and can also have a little 
Bond to me at times as uh, the analog kid. Um, when uh, when I was leaving San Antonio back in 2012 to go move to Florida, I listened to the analog kid and I got a little bit emotional because I was leaving San Antonio, going to Florida and. One of the lyrics is, when I leave, I don't know what I'm hoping to find. And when I leave, I don't know what I'm leaving behind. And that resonates with anyone in particular, just hearing that. It's like, it's some very deep words there. But that is not what we are going to talk about. Talk about, y'all. But, um, but yeah, just um, the main song I wanted to talk about was introduced to me when my senior year in high school. It was by my English teacher. Uh, her name is Miss Yolanda Olobarso. God bless her soul. She, uh, she was an amazing English teacher. Um, at first sight of her, you could just feel her confidence in the room, just very, very tall, blonde hair, very good posture, and just how she spoke. She just spoke with such eloquence. It was a pleasure just to be in her classroom. She was a big fan of Don Quixote, and I believe, I remember saying, yes, big fan of Don Quixote, but read the Spanish version. Don't read the English translations. Yeah, just read the Spanish version. I believe she got her master's in Spanish literature, or, or it was literature. I believe it was main emphasis in Spanish literature. But anyway, one day in class, she gave us an assignment <clears throat> to choose a song, analyze it, <clears throat> play it in class if you can, but if not, um, bring the lyrics to it or what have you and have a discussion over it. And me, obviously, and there I was just discovering Rush. Oh, God, I don't do Rush. <laughs> so what song do I choose? Well, I chose Limelight from Rush because, yeah, that's that song just talks about the effects of fame and what it can do to you, how, how if you can accept your fame and embrace it, or if you hide away and retreat. So that, that was what I chose. And that was what I chose for my school assignment. Um, there were other there were other students. Uh, I think one one girl she chose "Stand Out Standing Outside the Fire" by Garth Brooks. Um, another per, another guy in the class, he he chose the song "Amanda" by Boston, and he gave an interesting fact about that song is because well Boston, as you know, Tom Scholes, the founder of Boston, writes all the damn instruments and records all the shit. And he said that the song Amanda it took him a year to create, make, and produce. 
which is very interesting. And finding research on stuff like that, kiddos, enthusiastic listener, was a pain in the ass back then in the 90s. Yeah, we don't have the graciousness of Google to guide us now. You all have it so very easy. But but the song that that um Mesorazo played for us and had an attachment to her was The Living Years by Mike and the Mechanics. And I don't I've never heard that song. And she she also played the song for us in class as well. And beautiful piece of work. And it's just a very nice arrangement. And I've heard of Mike and the Mechanics before because I they have the song, uh, All I Need is a Miracle, All I Need is You. They have that song. <clears throat> but excuse me. But I've never heard The Living Years by Mike and the Mechanics. And it, it, was, it was just a delight to have that as a homework assignment to go find a song, analyze it, share it with your class, what it means to you. And the teacher as well, she shared with us the song that meant a lot to her. And, um, and about, about a month ago, excuse me, excuse me. Um, and uh, about a, a month ago, um, I was at work. Oh, yeah, a month and a half ago, uh, I was at work, and there was a per- there was a there was a person next to me in the cubicle. He uh, he was just playing random songs, just popping in here and there, what have you. But then he started playing "The Living Years" by Mike and the Caddicks, and I had to stop what I was doing, and I shedded some tears when I heard that song and yeah, I'm sorry. And forgive me, enthusiastic listener. I apologize. Yeah. It's just, it just came back to me again right now, right now, as I, as I talk about this, but just, just hearing that song, it just made me immediately think of, think of Meso Rivaso and, and um what was that? a couple of years ago she she passed away i believe it was with cancer but um just uh, um mm, oh. wow um well wow. <laughs> i'm at a loss for words here folks i apologize um uh, oh wow um, but this, that's that. Yep. That's, oh man. Uh, that's yep. Music. Just hearing certain, just hearing, just hearing the chorus or just hearing the lyric or hearing the vocal of a particular song and just the flood of emotion can just, it's amazing how it, can draw it can do that to you what song drives you all what song brings out the emotion in you all i i would love to hear from y'all and wh- whether whether it be a happy whether it be a happy song whether it be um a song that that you met your first love with or you met your current love with or 
a song that reminds you of your father, your mother, brother, sister, your dog, or your cat, or, or anything um, that, or 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 what's what song traumatizes you? Like you can't stand hearing the damn song. Um, what what is it? I um I want to hear from you all. Please um, just drop me a line. Um, got my email. Got my email address available. I'd love to hear from you all. Um, email address, uh, Kingston Cornucopia, K-E-N-G-S-T-O-N-C-O-R-N-O-U-C-O-P-I-A at gmail.com, KingstonCornucopia.com. I'd uh, love to hear from y'all. Um, yeah, and, and again, uh, yeah, apologize for the for the for the um little quick flood of emotion that just occurred earlier but yeah it's music it just can it can just drive a person to go into depths that are happy sad angry scary do they want to be revisited Maybe, maybe not. But in this case, they are definitely maybes. Yes, definitely want to go back. Definitely want to go back and revisit and just be thankful and joyful and appreciative on experiences shared by others, how they transfer their knowledge, they transfer their experience onto you and how I am transferring out onto you all and i would love to hear back from you enthusiastic listener as to what drives you music related or anything anything if uh, hell it could be um a game or 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 football team or any type of team i want to hear from you um what what is that emotional driver in you, enthusiastic listener. Yes, you. <laughs> anyway, um, oh yeah, going back to other um, effects of emotion. What happens when you listen to Pantera? <laughs> oh, Pantera. Yeah, that's that's adrenaline-driven music right there. Of course. A lot of people use heavy metal to work out or get the blood flowing. And of course, when you hear just heavy guitar, fast double bass, fast drums, bass riffs, screaming, roar, hearing growling and stuff. Oh, yeah. You can, and hell, especially if you're driving, oh, watch out. <laughs> um, yeah, one song from Pantera that does it for me is Mouth for War. That song... Ah, that is so awesome. But on the flip side, I cannot stand the song Walk from Pantera. There are people that love that song. They're like, oh, my God, that's my most favorite Pantera song. Pantera. Nope. That is my Hotel California of Pantera. Walk. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Enthusiastic Lincer. There you go. Knowledge transfer.
Alrighty. Well, um, well, that's that's pretty much all. Just wanted to just get that emotion out there as far as songs go. Um, again, just want to thank you all for listening. Um, yeah, a couple of people, a couple of buddies of mine have, uh, given me some good feedback and, um, and other people have texted me about, Hey, that song sounds like this, or, Hey, that song sounds like that. Or, uh, when I give them a video to a song, they're like, Hey, I heard this misheard lyric or something. And it's, it's a good little chuckle to hear stuff like that. But until next time, enthusiastic listener, get another dram, get another dram or two. Neat. On the rocks if it's Jack. But take care. Good night. And I will see y'all soon. Take care. Bye-bye.